Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Halloween is very much upon us. Who better to talk about it than folklorist Michael Fortune, who I haven't spoken to in a while. Good morning to Michael. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, good. Thanks, Alan. You love this time of the year, don't you? I do, I suppose, as well. When I have now, when we've got kids as well, our own little children, I suppose it makes it uh, even makes it more special. But I do. I, I, I'm, I've been talking to you before about the first of May, and I love to come in the summer. But also, we've there's nothing we can do about it. The winter is here, and on a day like today, it certainly is. And um, Halloween was that kind of time where we went from the at the end of the end of the harvest into the winter, and uh, we've got the, the dark days ahead of us now. Well, let's look at some of the traditions that we've lost, and then look at some of the traditions that are still very much with us. First of all, you've you've had a chance to look back on it for us. What were the traditions saying about bygone era. How far do you want to go back, Michael? Well, I can go easily back to the memory of my own grandmother, born in 1912. She would have been going out, I suppose, 1922, 24. One of the things, actually, with the older people, we're so used to now with the small children going out at Halloween. That was relatively new, Alan, especially in Wexford. Um, the Halloween dressing up tradition was stronger probably up in the north of the county, mid to north of the county, than it was in south of the county, uh, and was stronger along the east coast of Ireland than, than it was in the west. Um, but gran- Granny always remembered about they was always the older, the teenagers and the younger lad- lads in their early 20s. They were the lads who were going out. And uh, there was always an element of divilment involved in Halloween. Uh, you know, lads of neighbours would rob neighbours' gates that swapped them around. And there'd be kind of trick acting going on. That was part of the deal on Halloween night, especially with the kind of the mummers as they, as they were. The, the, the people dressed up in disguise, calling to your house for a bit of food or to sing our song or to dance or do something for, on that night. Yeah. Okay, so what, the gates. Tell me what you said about the gates there. Kind of half, <laughs> half got that. Gate the gates. Yeah. Yeah, there was. Look, one of the things at Halloween was there, there, there are loads of strands. So one was the the the, the 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 strand around. We can talk about the the, the people the, the people that remember in the day. That was one strand of it. But it was a whole thing around uh, of of dressing up and calling to people's houses. But one of the kind of there was a kind of a divilment aspect to the Halloween, and that's found in Ireland and it's found over in the Isle of Man, it's found in Scotland as well, and also over in the States when when we went to the States and they went to Newfoundland with us. Um, gate lifting was really was was just <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't be recommended now. But it was, it was a done thing up in, the, up in the 50s and 60s, up into the early 70s, where neighbours, well, young lads would go out and they'd literally get Alan Corcoran's gate and swap it with Mick Fortune's gate. Or, or I take Alan Corcoran's gate, the classic story up around here in Ballandagan was because the next day was a holy day and it was All Saints Day. So lads would literally take someone's gate and leave it outside the chapel gate, or chapel door. So when you'd be going up that morning, you'd find your gate in the, <laughs> up, by the, up, up by the chapel. But it was all, it was, it was, it was, come here, it was divilment. It was, you know, yeah. that's what it was really, you know. Yeah. Um, what about the other traditions then? And then I want to get on to the ones that are still active. So what, what, the ones that maybe we've lost. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Well, the gate lifting was one. What, well, I suppose one of the things which we've we, which which changed was definitely the idea of dressing up, and um, especially in the country areas, it was really important. That we dress up. You put on an old wizard on you, as they'd call it here, or an old mask or an old pillowcase, and you'd call to your neighbours and you'd sing and dance and you'd do something and you'd get something. That was the deal. You know, you were let in, you did something, you got something, and that I suppose that changed a little bit in the last 70s, 80s. You know, where you know I suppose it became so popular, you literally couldn't feel half country anyway yeah. but, the, but especially in country areas it's still quite strong I like the idea of bringing the girls to get a chance to see neighbours and it's the kind of time of the year when we when we um, when we we get a chance to see neighbour neighbours again especially after last year we didn't get it we couldn't do it mm. but the, the the dressing up the covering your face thing that was one thing that certainly changed I 
I think it's becoming back now. I think schools and all are becoming more aware of it again, and it's beginning to creep back in. Because right. we went from the, the covering your face to the kind of the, the fairy princess to the, to the, to the, to the you know to the, to the dead you know the, putting all the dead the dead uh, all different characters I have now you know where it's just make- makeup. But some people like to enjoy wearing a mask for the crack, you know, putting a mask on you. Okay. Uh, so that's changed. Um, one thing actually come here to me is the is, is the visiting the graves. That was a big thing years ago. A lot of the older people will remember that visiting mm-hmm. the graves on um, on uh, well on Halloween night and also on All Souls night, which yeah. is all they're all tied in together. Right. I want to play a little clip from your your daughters. Just have a listen mm-hmm. to this, and maybe you can explain. It's, just, it's a short clip, but here, have a listen. We traced our fields and walked the roads, all dressed up with our heavy loads. We met the puka and the bear. The devil knows what black dogs and souls. With a hugger down, hugger down, tape off Jack. Tonight you better watch your back. With a hugger down, hugger down, my mother said. Tonight's for living and the dead. Now tell me more. <laughs> the hugger down. Yeah, the hugger, the hugger. It's funny. It's a, it's a word that my mother used. The, the thing is, a lot of people believe that the dead came back that night, Alan. Or you're, you connected with the dead on that night, right? And that's that, that's in a lot of Catholic countries down in Mexico. It's only talking to a Mexican woman up in North Wexford the other day and she had absolutely identical traditions that we have here in Wexford. Yeah. Um, there was a kind of a belief that, that and again, I guarantee you some of your listeners will remember this, maybe like the candle and all souls night, so you, you are, some people would visit the graves. So people believed that their, their dead relatives were with, with them that night and they walked the earth. And I remember my mother saying, they had no, they had no taps running water back in the houses where they, when they grew up back in the 50s. They said they used to throw out basin of water out in the yard. But yeah. on that night they were always told never to throw the basin of water out because a soul to be walking that night and if he did throw it in him the water would come back in your face and if he did say, if he did have to throw it out you'd have to say hug it a hug it a tape hot jack and I recorded an identical story in Roscommon sorry in Offaly one up in Mayo it's from the Irish a little warning to the souls so that's the, that's the hug it a hug it a thing that's that that thing but there's loads of little other little things I wrote that for the girls here three years ago because yeah. um, I just kind of wanted to they love singing because Alien has them singing but there was no, there was no Halloween songs um, and it's lovely in, 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 for them to, they, love, they, they love singing it now it's just part of what they do Michael what are the traditions that have stood the test of time Oh, come here. well, the, the dressing up and calling now, calling to the, the moment aspect of Halloween has stood the test of time. Now, that went to America and survived, and we reimported it back. That's going strong, and it's brilliant to see little ones getting dressed up. I suppose, as well, we the, the classic thing are the games we play, simple things, even seen in the schools here, you know, bobbing for apples, snap apple, you know, eating, eat, eating nuts. I don't know, we eat sweets, and they collect money. Uh, little ones collect money in some parts. Those things have all. That, that moment, that alms given part of Halloween has really stood the test of time. The younger ages now are getting involved now. You know, it's changed in the last maybe 50, 50, 60 years. The younger kids are getting involved. Fire is really important still as well. Some areas will mark it with a little bit of fire in some ways. That's why we put the little candles in our in our turnips that we had. That's That survived the test of time as well. The turnips are back in, on track and pumpkins are there now to, as, a, as a new version of them. That that survived the idea of this kind of jack-the-lantern as we call it. Um, and that, 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 that element. Um, I think one thing is which kind of, someone reminded me yesterday, I was talking to someone in Tipperary and she said she goes back to visit her parents' graves and that's one of the things as well which I'd like to see I suppose back is this idea of remembering the dead this time of year and I suppose All Souls Day um, whether you're religious or not it's a nice time to kind of stop and reflect and remember and remember the people that have left you um. Yeah, Michael pleasure as always to talk to you you've got a very comprehensive Facebook page and website haven't you and um, for people who would like to find out more traditions because it's just a wealth of information direct them towards it 
Brilliant. I run a page, Alan, called Folklore.ie on Facebook. So it's Folklore.ie on Facebook, and you'll get loads of stuff. And as always, come here to me. Wexford, Wexford rises to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Fortune, great to talk to him there. Lots of lovely traditions. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix.